Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light Shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. podcast i'm your host ryan and wow it is so great to be back i cannot believe it's been so long since i've done a solo episode I'm, i actually just checked before i hit record and it's literally been since july 21st my 30th birthday so that was july 22nd um yeah so it's been <laughs> quite a while since i've done a solo episode so i want to give a quick shout out to eric who did the one after that, and then Brandon and Brian for the Pokemon Presents, and then Joe, and then Lauren. Uh, be sure to check out all those episodes, and thank you so much to them for being on the show. Lauren was a first-time guest, Joe for his second episode. Brandon and Brian are Nintendo Nintendo Trio and Pokemon Trio we have there. Uh, be sure to check out all of our episodes together. It's a really good time. Joe's first appearance was amazing, and Lauren killed it too, so... And Eric, geez, we've done so many episodes together. Uh, just a really fun time. Uh, so shout out to my brother and all of my friends. So thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. And obviously, uh, a, a few of you out there have talked to me about the ads that are now running. So um, kind of had someone help me with some uh, marketing and just like growing the show naturally. And, you know, on like Fiverr or something like that. No, it's Fiverr. And I uh, helped the show out enough to where I'm able to run ads. So uh, for the time being, you might hear some ads. I made a whopping three bucks <laughs> uh, on one of the episodes a couple weeks ago. So um, for those listening, uh, it takes a long time to get to that level. And I don't know if it, how long it's going to last because I don't know if there's like a, a median you still have to hit because um, obviously we want to keep going up. But sometimes things flatten out. Um yeah, so you might have noticed that, and if there's any uh, commercial or ad that you hear, the promo code is always going to be "it just works" in all caps and spelled correctly, no spaces. Be sure to use that promo code because it helps me out as well, and it lets them know you're coming from my podcast, which would be huge. Uh, and then, last but not least, to wrap up the housekeeping, I just want to say if you listen to the show, which a ton of you do, as a as opposed to the ratings that I have. Please, 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 please consider on Apple Podcasts, if you scroll to the bottom of your page, you should see a rating. Uh, please leave a rating on the podcast. It helps us grow like tremendously. 
It's the best way to grow uh, organically on the platforms. So please consider doing that for Spotify. I believe it's just like right at the top of the page when you click on it. Uh, share it around. If you think anyone would be interested, please do so. Talk about video games, movies. We haven't done the music episodes on here yet, but they will be coming. Uh, and then obviously the Just Working It Out series, which has clearly been uh, the heavy hitter in the last year because uh, that's when I started doing it. And it's just taken off and it's allowed for anyone to be on the show and talk about their story, but also you know what we love pop culture and all that fun stuff so seriously uh just thank all of you i thank all of you so much and uh that's three minutes of thanking you and housekeeping and stuff so we'll go ahead and leave it to that but today i wanted to talk about uh some video game stuff uh first off we'll talk about halo infinite and it's resurgence so we haven't talked about halo on here in a while i've mentioned it but uh halo infinite's kind of making a nice little comeback uh, I wouldn't say that it has returned by any means, um, but clearly people are looking into the game again, and I would tell you myself, as someone who's put so many hours into the game, uh, I wonder if I can actually like tell you guys right now while we're doing this, um, please understand the game is what it should have been at launch now. There's a little bit of a, what you call it, <coughs> excuse me, um, the uh oh my gosh i'm forgetting <laughs> forgetting the name of it it's um it feels like you're getting shot through a wall or something like that oh my gosh i'm drawing a blank but anyways there's some latency issues for sure and i think it's um you know definitely them really focusing on making sure the console you know all consoles run the game so literally the base xbox one all the way to the series x and then most computers can run the game you know with it being free to play I think that's really brought a lot of limitations that we're still seeing the effect of till this day. So it is a little unfortunate on that end. Um, I cannot believe I'm forgetting the name of what the challenge is. But um, just a lot of really good stuff coming for Halo Infinite. We have Season 5 coming out in October. Season 4 has been a massive hit so far. I would say between the Forge maps they've added, we're probably at maybe 10 to 15 Forge maps. Uh, I think we had a couple original maps this season. With Scar? I want to say it was Scar and maybe Scar was last season. Anyways, yeah, we had Infection. Infection's pretty cool. Can't wait to see where they kind of go with that in the future. And we have a lot of PvE stuff coming in the future that's been leaked, but it has not been 100% confirmed. So as much as I'd love to confirm Firefight and then this new King of the Hill PvE mode that's been leaked, uh, until we see confirmation from the official 343 channels, it's all up in the air. But uh, across the board, the customization's been amazing. The Halo Pro scene still going off. Shout out to Optic, who just won the latest Grand Championship uh, this weekend. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, they had the Husky Raid playlist in right now. So it's a corridor, single lane map where each team spawns symmetrically across from each other. And it's just like a tug of war. You're quite literally just going to war against each other to see which team can overcome the other, grab the flag, and obviously capture it three times. Uh, it's an incredible playlist. It returns from Halo 5, but I would say it's way better here than Halo 5. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, the hazmat armor course, cool. Uh, just a lot of great stuff that they've done. We have more consistent updates now. So for those who don't know, the the gentleman who led the team to basically uh, fixing Halo Master Chief Collection is now the main one working on Halo Infinite. And I think across the board, this team's doing a really good job to keep the game alive, keep it um, profitable until the next entry. Um, I don't know what that means for us. 
Uh, I do think they are going to switch to Unreal Engine 5 for the next entry and just kind of move along and kind of maybe phase Halo Infinite out. I actually just thought about this recently, and uh, we'll get into the relaunch. I think that should happen in November. You know, a huge community member now, Mint Blitz. Mint Blitz also said the same thing in one of his videos, so shout out to him. Um, But I do think, like, they should pull a Call of Duty where a lot of our armors and stuff just move over to the next entry with a bunch of new, pre- not premium, but new cosmetics to unlock in the next game. I think that'd be a smart route to go, so that way all the devoted fans still keep and, you know, get to enjoy everything that they earned or bought, but also move on to something brand new and fresh that allows them to uh, even further customize their Spartans. So I think there's a lot of opportunity with this game still across core customization. Like I said, the PvE modes coming out would be huge. Because uh, right now the multiplayer has been great. We have the squad battle playlist, which adds Halo 2 and Halo 3 maps. The main Halo 2 ones are uh, Last Resort, which was Zanzibar in Halo 2. And then Waterworks from Halo 2, which was a cavern map with stalactites you can shoot down, which you can also do in this version as well. Um, the squad battle playlist has truly brought some of the most classic big team battle mode uh, maps and uh, energy. There's a lot of sweaty people in that playlist, which is kind of cool to see because obviously... Those are some really crazy times back in the day on Halo 2 and Halo 3. So I think uh, that's a really good playlist that could be expanded upon with maybe the Halo Reach and Halo 4 maps. Uh, I know a lot of people have a weird distaste with Halo 4. Not weird, because when it launched, it was horrible. It was just like a Call of Duty clone. Unfortunately, when the community was pretty much dead, uh, they did eventually fix the game with like, I think that around the time the championship map pack came out, because they just went back to just traditional Slayer and the game modes and how you earn points. They got rid of the um, ordinance drops, which allowed you to call in your own drops. They got rid of that entirely uh, and just really focus on the classic Slayer modes. Um, so I think there's a lot to be desired still. They did add Exile. Now that I think about it, the one Halo format that I would say they should add, they did to Squad Battle. But yeah, I think Halo's in a really good place to make a comeback in the next five years. Um but it's just a real shame that it took two years to get to where we're at. I just I think it's a little unfortunate. And that's where it leads me to what I was talking about earlier with Mint Blitz, where we a lot of us in the community think they should just relaunch the game this November. You're going to have season five that just comes out, potentially adding PvE modes. Forge is the best it's ever been. There's over thousands of maps that you can play on either remakes, completely original ideas, um, maps from other games that are huge in the FPS world. Uh, just a lot of opportunity here to bring players back um i think it's a really smart idea there's also been this rumor that the original flavor of the halo 3 game fuel is actually going to come back for halo infinite like some of the packaging even being leaked on instagram um stuff like that so i think halo can make a comeback i just think it's going to take a really long time and it won't be next year it could be you know obviously we've seen trends um of games where they had thousands of players go to hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands of players. So you can never say never, but definitely if we're being realistic with the climate the way it is right now, um, I would say there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Uh, we recently had the Super Mario Wonder Direct, which just showed off the co-op and some of the power-ups and some of the levels you're going to be playing on. I think the game looks cool for a 2D Mario. This will be the first time Charles Martinet is also not voicing mario he retired as the voice actor of mario so now he's a mario ambassador uh i think the new mario and all the characters charles voice with like luigi uh is one of, one of the other main ones all the mario bros pretty much are um i think they sound fine 
you can definitely tell there's a difference, but it's extremely subtle, which I think is fantastic. So shout out to the new voice actor. Um, I think that game looks cool, and that comes out, I believe, in October. Uh, we also have the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet um, hidden mask of something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hidden Zero DLC. Hidden, yeah, Hidden Area Zero. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I don't know. We have some stuff coming out for Pokemon, and it's already been leaked like crazy in terms of the new Pokemon, the new... Um, uh, it's called... Uh, let's see. I just had it right here. Jesus. Um, yeah, I just... You know, a lot of the new Pokemon stuff was leaked for the new expansion, and it's... I think they're... I mean, it's the same as Isle of Armor. They're not adding a ton of new Pokemon, but... Oh, it's called the Teal Mask, um, but it's part of the Area Zero expansion pass. Um, yeah, so I'm not really impressed, to be honest. I think, I think the new area is going to be really fun to explore. So that's why I want to wait to completely hold my judgment until I play it. Um, you know, we've obviously talked about it through the Pokemon Presents. There's Diplin, you know, that's a new version of Applin, but it looks like it doesn't even evolve. Um, the full list of returning Pokemon, I'm looking at it right now. Pretty, pretty good amount of Pokemon. Uh, Snorlax is coming back. I didn't even realize Snorlax wasn't in the game until right now. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of looking at all the returning Pokemon, and it's like, eh, it's okay, I guess. It's not that great, to be honest. What the hell? Paddle.com? Oh. Um, that's the stream ladder stuff. I should probably cancel that, because I don't stream anymore. Anyways, yeah, so we got um, a handful of Pokemon coming back, but it's not nearly as much as Isle of Armor. I don't really know what their game plan is here. I just think Pokemon's in a very weird place. You know, when you got games like Starfield, Elden Ring, Tears of the Kingdom, you know, Baldur's Gate 3, um, obviously God of War, I think, was last year. No, it was also this year, I think. Um, God of War Ragnarok. Um, and you got Spider-Man coming out. Just a lot of, like, single-player games that are excellent. It really is just still a shame. And I know we've talked to this into the ground about Pokemon, but I just wish we were in a better place, I guess, <laughs> with the single player, mar um, single player Pokemon games, you know, or like, I'm sorry, it's not single player, but just overall with the Pokemon games, they're supposed to be RPGs. And I just feel like they're just not making the cut. Um, but yeah, I'm going to just cut it to uh, Starfield. So I am about 20 to 25 hours in my playthrough. And I love this game. So I was already pretty excited about it. I have made that very clear from the Skyrim, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Skyrim. Excuse me. Um, I already made that pretty clear with the um, Starfield Direct that we got during the summer. And uh, I think that we're in a really good place with this game. I think it's awesome that it's exclusive to Xbox. Like, this game is a huge win. Granted, the purchase of Bethesda is what made it exclusive because they did have original plans to release it on all consoles, or at least PlayStation. Um, but as far as bugs go, I didn't really learn, or I didn't really experience that much yet that were, I think I maybe experienced one or two that might've been game breaking and then I haven't experienced them again. So like, it was like a one, one off thing. I had one game crash. I'm playing on the series X. Uh, the 30 FPS was a huge issue for me previously to launch and, you know, uh, personal gameplay. I will say the 30 FPS in most cases is silky smooth and it's, um, they managed to do a really good job of making it look good. I think the presentation in this game really shines in some cases. I do, however, think it can use some touch-up still. 
there might be a day one patch for the full game release, which is uh, on Wednesday. But ultimately, I think the game is uh, outstanding. I love it. I'm on the last quest to do, uh, for the main quest. Um, I've completed one faction. I don't want to spoil anything, but I do think that this game is the best Bethesda game we've gotten since Oblivion. In terms of the writing, the overall characters you can meet, uh, the storytelling so far I think is a little bit better in my opinion. I think Far Harbor was good. Uh, Fallout 4 Far Harbor is way better than anything else Fallout 4 presented to us. So if you're a fan of Far Harbor, um, I personally enjoyed Dawnguard and uh, Dragonborn for Skyrim. And I, I think uh, Skyrim's main quest is cool. I just think it kind of fell short a little bit uh, in some cases. But... Um, Easily the best piece of content we've gotten since Far Harbor. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, so, yeah, if you're on the fence, please get the game. Uh, I think the gameplay is incredible. I think, you know, a lot of the guns are really fun to use. I enjoyed the melee that I've used so far. Um, I think the space combat's fucking cool. That really impressed me, to be completely honest. I, uh, I'm a huge Star Wars Rogue Squadron fan. Um Obviously, you're not always in space with the X-Wings, but that was like a really big deal for me. I like Star Wars Battlefront as well. So like just having anything that's close to that, you know, arcadey space flight experience uh, was all I really wanted. And that's precisely what I got. Um, most of you probably saw by now that there's a lot of TikTok videos and Instagram videos of people making ships that look similar to the Halo Pelican, the Halo Forward Unto Dawn, the Star Destroyer, the Venator. William Falcon, Razor Crest, X-Wing, Y-Wing. The Y-Wing one's really impressive. It looks very, very reminiscent of the Y-Wing. So this is a Pelican, in my opinion. Um, that's all from Spectre, Spectre X Gaming. Uh, I believe that's all him. You can look him up. But, um, yeah, so we got a couple questions. One I forced my friend to write in, but he actually wrote in, like, a way better question than I basically asked. I'm just really trying to get people to answer questions here. Uh, so shout out to all of you who did. We got a few of them. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and start. First question is, do you know if ammo type affects the damage you do on certain enemies like robots? So organics typically in games, incendiary rounds usually are the best. Um, also for insects, kind of a little, of a little bit of a Pokemon thing there. Um, I just got rounds too that I think would probably be good against robots. And I forgot the... Calibrated, I think, means that you do 20% more damage to robots. In Fallout, it's the troubleshooter. Um, but I've gotten a ton of weapons that do extra damage towards robots, so you should definitely have something like that soon, if not by now. Um, but yeah, I'm almost certain that those type of rounds and ammunition do more for a reason. Uh, second question is, is Starfield worth the hype, and what would be a good game you recommend for rare free time? So... <laughs> I actually left this question up until this moment because I do think Starfield's worth the hype. I do think it's a very, very well-made game with minor issues, obviously. But I think that you can easily hop in this game and have a really good time. You can do anything you want. You can, If you just want to explore the galaxy they give you to play with, you can do that. If you want to focus on building the coolest ship, you can do that. Uh, if you want to be a pirate, a ranger, a bounty hunter, you want to, you know, sell contraband. I mean, you could do whatever the fuck you want. It's Bethesda at its best, in my opinion. 
So yes, I think it's worth the hype. And I also think it would be the game I'd recommend if you have rare free time. It's a single player game. You can play it as you go. Maybe you complete a quest in your 30 minute playtime. Then congrats. Like you, you did a lot in that time and you can come back to it at any time. So my recommendation would literally be Starfield or any other Bethesda game. Um, Elden Ring would be good. Baldur's Gate 3 would be good. Anything that's like local, you know, it's just single player, I think is the best bang for your buck. Uh, thank you too for your question so far. Lastly, what is your favorite feature slash addition to the game? What is your most disliked? <sighs> that's actually a really good question. Uh, I think my favorite feature is like the space combat. Like I didn't know how Bethesda was going to handle that. Like they don't do vehicles in their games and stuff. And I, I do. Oh, this will be a double, double one because this is the first time we have vehicles in a Bethesda game, like full on vehicles in a BGS game. So that's Bethesda game studios who have only done elder scrolls recently and fallout in the last like 15 years. I really dislike in terms of vehicular travel that we don't have the best thing I can do for reference is like the Mako from Mass Effect or the Warthog from Halo. Like, I don't understand why they didn't allow us to purchase. I understand if they don't give it to us, that's fine. Or a little rover. Um, any kind of way to traverse the map. I think it would be so much fucking cooler if I had like a Warthog like Jeep. Just just anything. <laughs> anything that that is that light reconnaissance vehicle. Like, I don't understand why we don't have something like that. And so what I mean, so that's how it's like my most disliked feature is like we finally have like space combat. We can we can fly around in our ships in the specific game area and we can't even get a vehicle for the ground to um, explore the planets because I've explored for at least two and a half hours on one planet. And I'm like, this would have been a lot more fun. I say fun because I'm not trying to save time. I'm trying to have more fun. And I think it would have been more fun and, you know. Made for a lot of funny clips, uh, just traversing the landscape in a a vehicle that can withstand it. I just I don't know. I feel like that's a huge missed opportunity. Um, they probably didn't do it because a lot of planets would be tough with the vehicle. Now that I think about it, but there's like a couple moons and one planet I explored today alone that would have been perfect for it. So, um, but to be more specific, my most disliked feature that actually is in the game or addition, um. I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know. Uh, honestly, 20 to 25 hours in, I was frustrated about the lock picking thing, but I figured out if you just press RB, you can slot through the other options. And I they no one explained that to me. I feel like I missed that tutorial. I must have done something wrong on my end. But once I figured that out, lock, pick, lock picking is uh, a cakewalk. So I don't know. I think that's it. That's all I got right now. I will have to report back to you on that. I don't know. I guess like the spacesuits are cool, but for that being your armor, I wish they were more armor E. The ecliptic one, which is pretty early, so that's not too much of a spoiler, is very armory, but like that's the only one I've seen so far. Like there's a couple others that I've gotten, but aren't even close to that. So I don't know. I kind of wish we had more um more full on armor, like maybe Mass Effect or even like even close to Spartans from Halo. A little bit more uh armor on our character i think would be really fucking cool but uh alas i haven't found it yet but you know what some people are 100 hours in and still finding shit so i will have to uh see about that um yeah i really don't know what else 
That's a good fucking question. Anyways, yeah, Starfield has blown me away. I highly recommend it. I just wanted to record something real quick for you guys. Uh, just thank you again for all your constant support. Be sure to write in questions to me. If you know me personally, you can just text me. If you got my number, if you're on social media, message me on there. And yeah, I, I would love to keep answering people's questions. If it's anything, I mean, you can ask me anything in the world. I'll answer it if it's uh, appropriate. So, uh, but yeah, if there's very, something very specific you want me to answer, I'm happy to do it. And I will get back to you guys on that if I need to. But uh, yeah, just thank you guys again. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs>